This is Talk of the Town. I'm Bob Cudmore on Magic 590 AM, our program also heard on 100.5 FM. Joining us is Kathy Sheehan, the mayor of Albany. A special guest will be with us shortly, Dan McCoy, the Albany County Executive. We begin, though, with a couple of constituent questions for Mayor Sheehan. The first question, Mayor, is on a parking ticket. Uh, the person states, quote, I just got a $195 ticket for parking in a handicapped accessible spot, but the only part of my car that was in the spot was the trunk of my car, and there was still plenty of room for somebody to park there. Can I contest the ticket? Unquote. What do you think? Well, everybody has the right to get. They can go to the Parking Violations Bureau at City Hall, or they can mail their ticket in, um, noting that they want to contest it. Uh, those directions are right on the ticket. But, uh, you know, it, it's viewed on a case-by-case basis. But any encroachment onto a handicapped spot uh, does usually result in a ticket, and typically those tickets are upheld. Really? So, I mean, the trunk counts? Well, maybe. you know, particularly with handicapped spots, you have vehicles that may have a wheelchair lift that's trying to get off the back of it, on the side of it. And so any encroachment onto a handicapped spot can really um, create a problem for an individual who has a disability. And our second and final constituent question is about crosswalks. I'd like to have a crosswalk on my street. What do I need to do to make that happen? Well, I think it's great that we are seeing more and more crosswalks in Albany as we implement our complete streets um, policy about making sure that all of our streets are safe, not just for drivers, but for pedestrians and bicyclists. And so we do look at it on a case-by-case basis. There are certain standards that the Department of Transportation puts out on distances between crosswalks. So uh, I would encourage them to go ahead and contact um, the city, our, our traffic engineer. His number is 434-5791, or they can um, email us. Uh, actually, if they email it, uh, mayor at albanyny.gov, I'll make sure mm-hmm. it gets to the right place. And we will come out and take a look at that. If you have a question for Mayor Sheehan, you can send it in to us via email, Kathy with a K at albanyny.gov. That's Kathy with a K at albanyny.gov. Now we welcome Daniel McCoy to talk at the town. He's in his second term as Albany County Executive. Dan McCoy is a native of Albany, current resident of the city. He was a firefighter for Albany County Airport in the city of Albany, and is currently in the New York National Guard. As a guardsman, he was deployed to Iraq in 2005-2006, has aided in disaster relief following Superstorm Sandy, Hurricane Irene, and Tropical Storm Lee. He's a former county legislator and former chairman of the county legislature. Executive McCoy, my, my first question is that Albany County, I gather from your website, includes 19 cities, towns, and villages. 19 cities, towns, and villages, plus Albany County. Is that too much government? Well, first, I want to thank thank you for being on the show and thank the mayor for having me on our show. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, we're 533 square miles. We're pretty big, half the size of Rhode Island. But, uh, you know, you can say that, but people like their little towns and villages. In Gilliland, you have Altamont. Imagine if you say tomorrow we're going to get rid of Altamont. Colony, you got the village of Colony. Uh, Green Island, a town, city, and village all into one. Uh, you know, people like their identity. That's why they live in them certain areas. But, yes, is there a way to consolidate, to save money? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, when we've done that, and we talked about consolidating uh, cities or towns into one, 
the voters pretty much come out against it. Mm. Well, I have to agree with you there. The voters don't like to abolish their local governments. But there is this uh, criticism I've heard frequently that, you know, New York State in particular has all these layers of government. There is too many layers, you know, and, and sometimes it makes it difficult. And I don't want to speak for the mayor, but when we try to get things done, you know, you have to meet with a lot of people. You know, you have to try to get through a lot of red tape. And sometimes that service doesn't get delivered properly or efficiently or effectively because of the layers of government. And, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with a smaller government to get things done right as long as we're on the right track. Mary Sheehan, uh, what do you think about there being too much government in Albany and Albany County? Well, I think that, uh, again, the voters have spoken and they tend to like their um, own little municipalities and, and villages that they live in. But one of the things that, uh, you know, County Executive McCoy has done is to bring together the leadership of all of the different towns and villages and cities in Albany County and work. We have worked together to ensure that we are working together on things when we can. Um, when there's an equip piece of equipment that needs to be purchased in the hill towns, you know, we want to make sure that if we have to make a similar purchase in the city of Albany, that we're using our purchasing power together collectively. We've been successful in using county contracts that have been negotiated to do our purchasing so that we can get the benefit of the rates that the county is able to negotiate. So there are a number of ways that we're working together. And one of the initiatives that we're looking at is our 911 emergency services because of changes in technology, we now have um, our emergency services all converting to the same types of radios, which then gives us the ability to be able to consolidate 911 services. And we recently got a $50,000 grant from um, the uh, Regional Economic Development Council to explore how we can do that uh, together. And we're going to be moving forward and we're even uh, working with the city of Troy on that. So it even goes beyond the county as to how we can work together to lower costs and, and, and really to work, you know, better together and, and accomplish more by, by combining forces. Is this a movement, you know, the sharing of services, uh, and I'll stick with the mayor for a moment, that's new or is this something that, uh, you know, has been around forever? I think that it's happened on an informal basis for a long time. And I think that under the leadership of Governor Cuomo, we've really uh, been tasked by him with um, really looking at it, uh, documenting it, and and exploring and really listing out other opportunities for sharing. So where it may have happened on an informal basis and um, in, in the past, we're really formalizing it under the governor's leadership and then, you know, at the county level, um, which is where the governor wants sort of all of this to, to, to sit um, to say, yeah, you know, let's sit down, let's write up plans, let's let's really formalize this in a way so that um, we can really get the benefit of being good stewards of taxpayer dollars. Executive McCoy, with your experience as a firefighter, isn't it amazing, if, if I understood the mayor correctly, that the 911 services were so fragmented in the past? You know, it's it's kind of sad, to be honest with you. We are the capital, but um, I want to commend the, the mayor on her leadership and Sheriff Apple and myself and, and County Executive Gemino, uh, we came together quickly. We've coming up with a great plan, and it's really going to address a lot of the issues. We've been addressing the 911 uh, problem in Albany County because you the town of Gilliland can't talk to the town of Bethlehem. Bethlehem can't talk to Albany. Albany can't talk to Green Island or Gohos or Ravina. So these are problems that we have to address, and we are with the new 911 system that we've been installing the last two years, and hopefully it will be up by the end of this year, completely up and running. And, uh, you know, these are things, and I want to say the mayor is correct. Uh, 
we have been consolidating, sharing things, and we document it. You know, our commissioners, we, in an emergency, we'd say we need a piece of equipment, and that piece of equipment showed up. We, we never said, well, how to get here. Mm-hmm. Um, our commissioners, and, you know, they've been, re- you know, very resourceful between each other, um, talking for years, but now we're documenting and showing that, well, wow, we're like, wow, all this stuff's been going on, and sometimes we're just not aware of it. Executive McCoy, you recently announced a legal center to help illegal immigrants funded by a state grant. Uh, What will this center do, and why is government coming to the aid of illegal immigrants? It's for both. It's for for legal immigrants mainly and illegal. But the problem is what happens, someone comes here and they're they're going through the proper steps to be a United States citizen. And they get a a speeding ticket or like you were just talking with the mayor about a ticket parking and handicap. They plead wrong to that case, and then now they can't be a citizen and they end up being deported. Um, so we had, and on that, that's, would be the worst case scenario, you know, but there's incidents where they end up in court and they just, you know, they plead out and they don't realize their plea is really costing them being a citizen of the United States. So what this center is going to do, working with the state office of engineering, uh, uh, defense, we got a grant for $450,000 over three years. We're representing 14 counties in region three from Albany all the way up to Canada. We're going to be working with all the public defenders in all the 14 counties. We're going to be working with the attorneys. We're going to be doing outreach with Citizen Action. And we're really going to be just educating people and letting them know, look, at, um, come on into the center, have trust in us. We're going to help you give you the right advice. And then uh, on top of that, you know, um, if someone is here illegally, we're, you know, we're going to go through the proper steps to help them uh, to become a legal citizen. Uh, but we can't stop them from being deported. I've made that very clear if they're here illegally. But we're here to help them. There's a lot of new uh, – we we're the land of opportunity. We get a lot of immigrants that come here into our country. That's why this, this country is mm-hmm. the best country in, the, in this world, I believe, uh, because we are made up of a nation of immigrants. But we want to make sure that they understand our systems because we have people that have been born in this country that can't get through our justice system. Uh, so when you're coming from a foreign country, we want to make sure that we can get you through the court system properly and give you the best representation at the end of the day. And the center's not open yet. or When is that expected? No, we're going to open it up March 1st. We'll be announcing where the location's going to be. And, uh, you know, it's going to be exciting because, again, we're working with 13 other counties besides Albany County and multiple public defenders and agencies and with the state. And this is going to be great because it's, you know, it's going to give an opportunity to people that um, normally would fall through the cracks. And Mayor Sheehan, we've talked about uh, different ethnic groups who've come to the Albany area. What, what you, what's your take on this center? Well, we have a growing, um, growing population of people who have come here as refugees. They're here legally, um, and they are on a path to citizenship, and they speak multiple languages. Actually, Karen is the largest growing language in our school district. What is that? It, it is it is Karen. It is a, a, a language of people who um, are from what was formerly Burma. Oh, um, oh. And so we have a, a growing population. We have a, a young man who's um, a part of that population who's going to the Grammys, who uh, goes to one of our middle schools. And he and, a, and another classmate did a rap song, and they won a trip to the Grammys. So, uh, you know, really, uh, you know, wonderful, rich culture, but language is a huge barrier. And I want to really 
commend the county and the county executive for going after this grant and receiving it because language can be a huge, very intimidating factor for somebody who, again, may have gotten a parking ticket but not really understand what the ramifications of that are, how to navigate through the system, how to make sure that they're responding in a way that is going to allow them to remain on a path to citizenship. You're listening to Talk of the Town with Albany Mayor Kathy Sheehan and joining us today, Albany County Executive Dan McCoy. We go to uh, our guest for today, Executive McCoy. A bipartisan group of lawmakers in Albany County wants to give all Albany County employees 40 days of paid family leave to care uh, for a new child or a sick relative. You, you've uh, supported similar proposals in the past, not as extensive, apparently. Uh, do you support this proposal? Uh, two years ago, I went to the legislature um, after I did my state of the county, and I requested four weeks for people that uh, have newborn babies or adopt. Um, I f- feel the nucleus of family, you need that great foundation to spend more time with a newborn. Uh, and, um, you know, we looked at the financial impact, and it wasn't much on the county. We could absorb it. What they're proposing and what the governor's proposing, I'm in favor of, but trying to live under the cap and trying to keep taxes low, the financial impact of 40 days is really going to say a couple things. I'm either going to use up my reserves or I'm going to end up have to raise in taxes. So we, I have to weigh the whole situation out, and I know the governor's proposal was to create a new tax you know, where the employees would pay into it. Uh, my thing is if that's the route we're going to go, then they should be able to opt in. So basically, if they want, if they want that type of insurance, they can opt in and get, you know, and pay it or say, Hey, look, it, um, I, I need every dollar, for, you know, to put food on my table to pay the rent or pay the mortgage or whatever they need their money for. Some people can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Um, the other scenario is, you know, I, I obviously in charge of HR and I've gone through our department and, you know, we have different programs for people that need to get time off to be with their, their loved ones. Um, God forbid if that's a situation mm-hmm. that they're in, uh, we have a, a a thing that you can borrow time. We have a thing that you can get your time up front and early. We also have where employees can donate time to you. And uh, our employees of Albany County, I got to say, are very generous to a lot of our workers. They don't even know. Um, and they donate vacation and sick time to them to give them that extra time. So th- I just, at the end of the day, uh, I'm in favor of it, but I have to look at the financial impact it's going to have on the workforce going forward because that is a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mayor Sheehan, you have any uh, thoughts on the paid leave issue? Well, I mean, you know, we are not only uh, the only first world country, but we're we're one of very few countries in the entire world that do not provide paid leave um, to uh, people who uh, leave work uh, for the birth of a child or the adoption of a child. So um, I think it is important in the city of Albany, we already do provide um, some paid leave to uh, individuals. Um, this is would be an extension of that, and so we're looking at the financial impact of it. Um, I think that the proposal for a payroll tax associated with it is one interesting potential path. But uh, you know, we have to recognize that you know people having to choose between caring for a dying parent and going to work puts them in a position that you know it creates significant hardship and so we want to be able to work with people you know i am I'm, I'm the mother of a child i adopted my son um you know women who go out on maternity leave at least are able to get disability um because uh you know to to 
replace some of their income um, after the birth of a child. Somebody who adopts doesn't have that option. Um, and so, you know, I had to leave work and, um, you know, that was an unpaid leave to take care of my son who was a newborn. Mm-hmm. Um, I adopted him, you know, and he brought him home from the hospital. Um, so I think that I, I certainly um, don't want us putting people in that position. That said, we do offer a number of different ways for people to accumulate paid leave, bank some leave. And so, you know, I think in the county and in the city, we do have uh, most of our employees, at least initially when they go out, they are able to take some paid leave. So it's looking at the amount of time. And and I agree, that's what we've got to look at. And we've got to figure out how we're going to pay for it. A talk of the town today. We're joined by the mayor of the city of Albany and the executive of Albany County. A question for Mayor Sheehan. The Times Union reported last week that your top aide, Matthew Peter, received $7,300 in non-government money for political work while remaining on the city payroll. Several members of the Common Council and some good government groups say this isn't right. What do you say? Well, I think that uh, the good government groups uh, acknowledge that this is a very common practice. And so um, I'm actually proud of the fact that... um, uh, you know, I recognize that there is a, a fine line between government work and political work, and I didn't want the taxpayers of Albany ever questioning that, for example, when um, my uh, chief of staff is on a Saturday working to help me collect signatures for Hillary Clinton, that the taxpayers are footing the bill for that. So this is a very common practice. Um, some elected officials uh, actually funnel the money. They'll hire a communications firm and then funnel money to individuals individuals through it. I wanted to be transparent about it and open about it so that the taxpayers know that uh, when I'm supporting another candidate or when I'm uh, doing uh, what is political work, that uh, they are not footing that bill. And I also have somebody who works countless hours um, and should be compensated for the work that is being done. And I felt strongly about that as well. Mm-hmm. Executive uh, McCoy, do you have any thoughts on this? I the mayor answered a question. Okay. Good. All right. Um, this is uh, something of interest to both of you, I believe, but I've heard it from from the mayor. Uh, this week, uh, Mayor, you got to meet U.S. Attorney Preet Bharara uh, in Albany. He came up to address the Conference of uh, Mayors and also uh, did, a, did a speech and got a lot of media coverage. And he's well known for prosecuting numerous state government corruption cases. Uh, and when you were with him at the mayor's conference, it's reported you, uh, the words used in the news story were politely asked Barrera to stop using the word Albany as a bad word for corrupt state government. What was his response? Uh, you know, he smiled and he nodded. And, and, you know, I say it as, you know, a fierce defender of my hometown and of a city that is a city of neighborhoods that we are all proud of. And I think that people underestimate the impact that it has on the psyche when, you know, you just are bombarded with that in the media. But I also say it as a cautionary tale because I think that using the dismissive term of Albany tends to absolve people from responsibility. This is a New York State problem. This is a problem that exists on Long Island and in the Bronx and in Brooklyn and in Buffalo and in Syracuse. This occurs across the state, and we have to hold all of our elected representatives accountable. And so when you dismiss it and say that it's a problem in Albany, you know, people in Buffalo think, well, that's not my problem. Or in New York City, they think it's not my problem. So that's what I was pointing out to um, Mr. Barrara, and, and he smiled and um, I'm, uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll, 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 we'll start the count now as to how often he uses the term Albany. <laughs> Executive McCoy, is that great on you when people around the state say Albany? 
I have to agree with the mayor, you know, and it's uh, it does put a negative uh, tone out there to the rest of this great state into the other uh, 61 counties. But um, I think she handled it great. When I was at a speech yesterday, he mentioned that he talked to the mayor and how upset she was uh, that he refers to Albany, you know, so I, I, I think she got her point across. Well, we're getting uh, near the end of the program. Let me uh, ask uh, each of you, Executive uh, McCoy, is there something we haven't brought up that you wanted to uh, bring up, or did you have a question for the mayor? You know, I I just, you know, a lot of the listeners don't get the opportunity. We're all busy, and and I get it. We're working two jobs mostly, um, both both mostly working. um, But I want to assure people that the relationship the county has with the city and with all the town, cities, and villages, that we work together in a partnership. We'll agree to disagree at times, uh, but I have to tell you, it's been um, a great two years with Mayor Sheen and, and working with her administration and really looking at services differently. That's what we've been, I've been doing for the last four years and will continue to do. Um, we have to change government. We have to make government work for the people. Uh, but I've always said this, we have to strive. You know, I try to treat government as a business, strive to make a profit, but the profit not going to the shareholders, going to the taxpayers, you know, give them the relief and the taxes that they need, but still continue with the services. And it's not, we can't do that without partnering and having good relationships like the mayor and I have. There's one more thing, Executive uh, McCoy, uh, that we're in this national presidential campaign and you hear a lot about how voters are angry. Do you think that's true? I, I, th- I think it is true. You know, um, with the mayor, I'm supporting Hillary Clinton, and uh, I think that's our answer. And, and, you know, you look at the negative tone that um, Trump's putting out there to the, to the people. You know, it's really stirring up a pot of hatred. Um, and, and I understand it when you run for office, you got to find that thing to elevate you and get the votes that you need. Um, but a true leader can do that without causing hurt, without causing hate, without bringing up hurt feelings. Um, and you know what? We need a leader to lead our nation right now, and uh, right, it's the, the candidates other than Hillary Clinton uh, who's staying above all this um, are really hitting a sour note with with the voters because people want they want results at the end of the day. They want to see government working for them, and they want to see us. They don't they don't want the egos in the room. They don't want to hear how we're not getting along. They want to hear how we're fighting. They want to hear that we're coming together to work for them because at the end of the day, we represent all the same constituents. Mayor Sheehan, anything you like uh, to I agree. You know, I don't think you can ever solve any problems or challenges from a place of anger. Um, you know, anger is something that you need to get past and then roll up your sleeves and do the work so that you can start to change results for families in your community. And that's what we're committed to doing. And I think that ultimately that will win the day because, uh, again, a, a temper tantrum never solved anything. Well, that's all well and good. But I thought of this when Dan McCoy was talking, but I'll ask you, Mayor, and then uh, Executive McCoy, if he wishes. I mean, that, that's all well and good. And you got to get stuff done and yada, yada. But um, the Republican presidential primaries are, are getting more coverage than ever. People seem to thrive on, on this. There's Again, there's this anger out there. Well, I think it makes for good news and easy sound bites. And, you know, the complexity of governing is sort of between those sound bites. And it, it is challenging and people's problems are complex and the solutions to those problems are often complex and don't fit into a quick soundbite. It's hard work. It's, uh, it's, it's really looking at, you know, uh, you know, to the example of, of dealing with legal issues for immigrants. You know, you can get angry about it, but to really weave together the resources that you need to start to provide solutions for people, 
takes a tremendous amount of work. And that's sort of what gets lost between the sound bites. So, you know, we just keep working. Fortunately, this is um, a close knit community um, where that I think get that gets communicated and we have to continue to communicate on that positive note. Well, we'll give you the last word there, Mayor Sheehan. You've been listening to Talk of the Town with Albany Mayor Kathy Sheehan. Joining us today, Albany County Executive Dan McCoy. I'm Bob Cudmore.